listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Welcome to episode 37. Woo! Woo! <laughs> We're coming to you with our first remote podcast. Yes. So, Let's hope this works. So right now, Shelby and I have a video Skype call happening so we can still see each other. So she yep. can still talk about my weird facial expressions that you guys can't see. <laughs> yep. We wanted to keep that aspect of the show intact. Yep. Um, and yeah, hopefully this goes well. Yeah, you've got a crazy storm happening, so yes. there might be some interference, but... Our power went out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Internet was out for much longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ugh. we're just going to do our best. Yes. Um, so today, we hopefully have a great show ahead. We've got coming up stories from our, I will say, successful road trip to Ooh. Ohio. <laughs> Um, a few stories about my first few days here in Columbus, and then we also wanted to talk about a few of the latest episodes, or really the first kind of half the season of Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe a couple other things. We'll see what strikes us. Let's see what tickles our fancy. Yeah. Um, in case you missed our road trip, it was very well documented. <laughs> <laughs> and you can catch up over at our Instagram um, at Likely Stories Show. Um, and a lot of that content is also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Likely Story Show. Yes. So we wanted to just kind of first uh, thank all of our listeners for bearing with us the last couple of weeks. Our schedule has gotten a little bit mixed up and we can just blame that on me. Um, but I think also I had a hand in it as well. Yeah, I don't even remember. I just know that we were off schedule. (laughs) We Um, had difficulties for for our own mental health and schedules that just needed to happen. Um, But people have been so supportive on social media and we had such a fun time posting um, on the road trip. So it's been really fun, but we are back in the studio, so to speak. So, yes. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? We basically drove 20 hours (laughs) across the country. (laughs) Yeah. Including our breaks and our, yeah, we probably a good 20 hours. Yeah. Yep. It was an adventure. Yeah. I think overall successful. I mean, as far as road trips go, your car didn't say maintenance needed until we arrived. So... (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I still haven't gotten that taken care of. (laughs) Um, That is pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall pretty successful. I mean, we made it to the destination. So. Yes. At the end of the day, that's success. Yeah. And it was was good. We um, did not eat bugles and uh, pomegranate juice. (laughs) Yes. We took that advice. Thank you for the warning, because we could have made that mistake at we any could moment. Have. Any moment. Thanks, Angelica. <laughs> um, That's my favorite. And instead, I just ate an entire bag of Cheetos. So I helped a little. Kind of. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I actually have a lot of those road trip snacks now just sitting on a table. Yeah, we did we, not eat that much. We didn't actually <laughs> dig into much of it. No, um, just the Cheetos. Oh, and then um, the snap, the dehydrated, disgusting snap peas. Yes, um, that Carolyn likes apparently. Yeah, which we. I, I don't even know what to say about that. They were pretty gross. They're, like, I mean, they, to be edible, they needed significantly more salt. Yeah. And significantly less pea flavor. Yeah. And I like <laughs> snap peas. Like I yeah. like, I enjoy them quite a bit. So I was a little, I feel like my comment is so we posted a video of this on Instagram. So if you didn't see it, feel free to go see my most unflattering angle <laughs> in the car (laughs) eating these disgusting snacks but like as soon as you stopped recording and we were still laughing about it i think my very next comment was like why didn't we just buy actual snap peas like that would have been delicious yes (laughs) instead we thought this funny like dehydrated puff thing would be an entertaining road trip snack and it was gross well, the backstory for this is that um, <laughs> a couple years ago, it's been a while, but a couple years ago, Shelby yeah. and I went to see Wild together. We both read the book and loved it, and so we went to see the movie, yeah. um, and Shelby brought snacks, <laughs> and one of those snacks happened to be the same type of thing as these snap peas, but they were green beans. Yeah. And it was hilarious. And they, they were, were edible. Yeah, they were good. Um, so when. You did make fun of me a lot, though. Well, yeah, because <laughs> of all the snack foods to bring, like, sneak into a movie theater. <laughs> Dehydrated green bean puffs is not. <laughs> not the top of your list, apparently. Nope, nope. Um, <laughs> so then when you asked me what kind of snack food I wanted, uh, first I said Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> and check and then i was like oh we should for like for nostalgia's sake we should get those dehydrated green bean things yes and you couldn't find them yeah unfortunately i couldn't find them until after i had already bought the snap peas and then in a different store i found the green beans but they were like five dollars <laughs> and i already had the other ones so i didn't do it and i realized that this was just all a huge mistake yeah um this the Snap peas were so bad that I dropped a couple on the floor of the car and I picked them up and put them back in the bag <laughs> because I was so sure I was not going to eat anymore. <laughs> and then it became like the de facto trash bag. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. What else? Driving through Kansas is awesome. So you can go like 85 super fast. <laughs> um, so that was great. I think. Shelby did most of the driving. Yeah. I Which took, surprised me, but... Yeah. I took the first half of the second day. Yes. You did a great job. It was it was rough at times. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, well there's slower speeds and worse roads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> Kansas has a pretty nice... The highway is pretty nice through Kansas. Yeah. And there was way more traffic the second day because we weren't in Kansas anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not only could I not go as fast because of um, the speed limit being lower, but there was also just significantly more traffic. So yeah. you can't just like zoom down a road. Yeah. Uh, you have to yeah. Be a the second day is always a little bit rougher. Um, Felix, I know we had a lot of requests and people care a lot about Felix. Yes. Um, 
He did pretty well. Yeah. Um, you were, you seemed pretty impressed. I was like a wreck the whole entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm an experienced cross country traveler with cats though. So I've, I've done this rodeo a few times. This is nothing new for you. I was a basket case. Um, (laughs) thanks to, uh, my friend Kelly recommended the, um, they're called, and you did too, I think, the pheromone yeah. collars. Yeah, we both did. And so they're like just these little purple plasticky collar um, that you put on. And it's got all this crazy powder stuff and it's insane and gets everywhere. But it like smells like lavender chamomile, which was delightful. Um, yes. And it just made Felix smell really good, which was <laughs> yeah. delightful. He's still wearing it. <laughs> and I have two more because it was a three pack. Oh, um, nice. But we put one of those on earlier in the week when, like, the movers were coming and stuff. And um, just to, like, hope that it would help him. <laughs> oh, that's Sorry. really funny. Uh, Rhoda just walked past the video call. We're going to have significantly more cats now that we're remote and we can't, like, block them out. <laughs> no, She's just walking in front of the screen. Um, okay. So we put this collar on him and it helped a lot, I think. But he just hates the car. He loves his carrier, which is awesome. He just hates the car. And so I left my old apartment um, at about, well, I don't remember when, but I left my apartment and within like five minutes, of course, I'm a wreck. Like I'm crying. (laughs) Felix is in the back crying and there's this like guttural groan noise coming (laughs) from him that I've never heard before. And so then that was making me cry. And then we came to you and we picked you up and I'm like, okay, let's go. Just get in the car. And like Jack came out to say bye. And I'm like, no, get out of here. (laughs) Like I can't do this anymore. Um, but it probably took Felix like one to two hours, do you think, to calm down that yeah. first day? And th- that that was with like small spaces of him being calm too. Like he didn't yeah. meow constantly for two hours, but like for two hours on and off he meowed and then he kind of just settled down. He never went to sleep. No. <laughs> like we would look back there and he's like looking at you like just I staring. hate you. <laughs> yeah. Like I see you guys. I see what's happening. Um <laughs> And then on day two, he, he was a little, uh, he was over it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I do not want to be in this car. He had like a any complete longer. meltdown in like Indiana. <laughs> yes. He freaked out. He's like trying to escape and it was nuts. But the, even the first day we stopped at one point after our plan was to get to Kansas city, which we knew was going to be a long day, but it was about nine hours. Yeah. And so we thought, okay, well maybe after four or so hours we'll stop and we'll like let him out of his carrier he can use the litter box he can eat whatever and we stopped and he was totally calm <laughs> and so we both looked at each other and we're like get back in <laughs> and we we're like never mind just keep going we like gassed up and then like got on the road again and then we decided to stop for dinner <laughs> Which has so many stories. (laughs) And so the whole point here, we were going to stop for dinner and like spend 30 minutes. So we stopped and went inside to Popeye's for dinner and um, got the car all safe for Felix and let him out of his carrier so he could wander around and eat and use the restroom and whatever, but like safely in the car while it wasn't moving. Yes. So in that time, we spent 30 minutes in Popeye's. Yes. 
And how do you feel like that dinner went, Polly? I know it's your favorite of all time. <laughs> um, so the options were Popeyes or McDonald's. And I'm like, you know, Popeyes isn't that common. Let's try Popeyes. I've had yeah. it before. It had been years, but it's chicken and I like chicken. So yeah. why not? Um, so we get in line and it's a fairly long line. Mm-hmm. And we order our food. Yep. And then Shelby goes out to check on Felix. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> he was Just, fine, by the way. Yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, we, I was sitting there and I proceeded to watch basically every person that was in line a, in a, ahead of us go back up to the counter <laughs> to get something corrected. I don't know how wrong their meals were, but there was something wrong with almost every single person. <laughs> so you came in and you also noticed this. Um, and I was like, okay. And they called your name and you went and got the food and we opened it. And to not really anyone's surprise, <laughs> Our meal was wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and we proceeded to eat it anyway. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you had just decided, uh, yeah, let's not even bother trying to fix this. So, um, But the biscuits were really good. Man, those biscuits were amazing. It was yeah. totally worth it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, so what then else? We went, well, we went back to the car. Yep. And then we hung out with Felix a little bit more. Mm-hmm, it's true. And then we put him back in his carrier, and he was like, ah, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> he was so pissed. <laughs> um, and then after another hour or so of him being <laughs> pissed off, we decided we weren't going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't go to the bathroom, and he nope. didn't eat or drink, really. Nope. So and in we... my experience, my cats have done the, sa- have done the same thing, where they yeah. haven't gone to the bathroom or eaten or drank anything. So um, we just decided on day two, he wasn't getting a chance to go wander. Nope. um so we went on and then uh we got to kansas city we did um and i was the co-pilot which means i was the directions person (laughs) i already (laughs) just forgot about this (laughs) Uh uh-huh and i use the app ways because it's nifty and it takes you around traffic and things but this is like (laughs) late at night and there yeah. was no traffic yeah and the funny thing about this drive is that there's not a lot of directions required because you basically get on 70 and you don't get off on yeah. 70 until you get to your place basically like literally you could have taken 70 from your house to about three miles from my new place yeah yes and that's what i had in my head so And I know Kansas City. I don't know it very well, but I stayed there for a few weeks. John worked there for a while, so I stayed with him for a couple weeks um, in between jobs. And I had forgotten this little fact. So (laughs) (laughs) the directions told us to get off, and I think it's 670. I Told us to get off, to veer off left, to follow 670. Um, and follow 670 for a while, and then you get back on to 70 um, after you're not outside of the city, but a little further through the city. Yeah. And Shelby did not <laughs> believe me. <laughs> I would 
like to say that's an exaggeration, but it's not. <laughs> she was like, use Google. Don't use Waze. It's doing something weird. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, just, okay. To be clear, we've now been in the car for like nine and a half hours. It's super late at night. And in my head, I knew that I was just supposed to stay on 70. So it just didn't make any sense. And you're like, we'll just take this and then we'll get back. And I'm like, or I just don't get it. (laughs) So then I looked it up on Google and I was like, it's telling us the same thing. Like, this is what we need to do. Yep. And Shelby was skeptical until we were on the highway. (laughs) Uh-huh. And uh-huh. that we got where we needed to go, which was our hotel that we desperately needed at that point. Uh-huh. Um, so yep. what 70 does is it actually turns into, I don't know if surface street is the right term for it, but it turns into not like, a highway. Like a local route. Yeah, a local route. Um, and so you, I think you can follow it and it will like get back onto like the main highway, but it would be way longer. And I think yeah. um, like stoplights and just more hassle. So if you're a through, if you're thoroughfare, if you're going through, you take 670 around yep. and then hook back up with 70 yep. and it just moves way quicker. Like this, the same clear, thing happened in Indiana. Yes. But I believed you then. Yes. <laughs> you didn't and also me. like, I think all major cities have these options. So yes. It's not like it should have been that new to me, but I just like was not processing it at all. I just kept telling you, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just do this. <laughs> it's going to uh-huh. be okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had already blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> but anyone, yeah. I'm sure that like if my mom is listening, she'll be like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Sounds like Shelby. <laughs> I'm, not the great at, I'm not the greatest at navigating. So when something changes from like what I was picturing, it's just hard to process. Yes. Um, Um, Yeah. I feel like the second day was like even more uneventful though. It really was like we got up in the morning. We found Starbucks. Well, you got up in the morning. Well, I proceeded to like lie in bed (laughs) fearing my ability to drive the first leg of the day. (laughs) I'm like, I am going to fall asleep at the wheel because I am so tired right now. (laughs) And you're the one that didn't sleep well. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't sleep very well. That's true. And I I just have much opportunity to, but no, it was a short night. But, um, uh, but you were like, do you want me to go shower and you can lay here in bed for a little while longer? I'm like, yes, mom, <laughs> please do that. Stay here. And then I sat up thinking that would help me. And then I'm like, nope, laying back down. <laughs> and then I looked over and you were just laying there with your phone on in your hand as if you were on your phone. But I was like, uh, nope, you're asleep. Nope, Polly, Polly. And I just kept like trying to wake you up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Felix is just jumping around, climbing <laughs> everywhere because he's so excited. Yes. He's like, I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. Um, but then we yeah, found the, Starbucks. We found Starbucks. We hit the road. We went through a lot of states. Um, the maintenance light didn't come on until we were in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. It only came on for a brief moment. Yeah. 
It's on all the time now. Um, there was a moment when I saw goats and you told you, me there was no way that we were stopping to see the goats. You did see goats and you were screaming, but what <laughs> did we stop and go look at? <laughs> so if you've driven I-70, and especially if you've driven it multiple times, you have seen the signs for the world's largest golf tee and the world's largest wind chime mm-hmm. and the world's largest rocking chair. Yep. And we were nearing a point where we needed to get gas mm-hmm. and use the restroom and just get yep. ready for the next leg. Uh-huh. I'm like, let's stop here. <laughs> Can't be that far off the highway. <laughs> What's It was in Casey, but is it Casey, Illinois mm, or Indiana? Illinois or Indiana. I'm like, they're, they're the same. Uh, I think Illinois. Yeah. Okay. I'm I looking forget. it up. They're the same. Um, so what did, which one of those did we go see? We went to see the world's largest golf tee. And in retrospect, I think the wind chime would have been more interesting. Yes. Well, I do believe that anything would have been more interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We get there and they're like, world's largest golf tee through the gift shop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And both you and I are like, uh, uh. I'm not walking to any through any gift shop, so yeah, um, we didn't. And I took a we like tried to, um, like circumvent and like take a photo of it, but the photo is really bad quality, and I don't even think I posted it on Instagram because yeah, it's like this we're better than this. Um, in our show notes, sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash thirty seven. I have added a link to the world's largest golf tee Facebook page where they have a beautifully clear photo. You can go see what we saw, (laughs) but probably a better view. Um, Yeah. So we did stop for that. So then when we were driving and you were yelling about goats, I basically told you to shut up and that we were not (laughs) going to stop for the goats and that they couldn't hear you. (laughs) And I kept driving. And it was really sad. (laughs) I love goats. I know. I know you do. Um, And then we got to Ohio, and then we got to Columbus. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, it was great. And Mike and Kevin were here, and we just kind of unpacked my car and hung out and got some dinner. Um, Yep. And then they both flew out and left that (laughs) Sunday morning. Should we talk about our slumber party? (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Let me, (laughs) let me just say, if you think that you're too old for a slumber party, you're not. Um, so there was the four of us and we had three air mattresses in respect of your respective spouses that you (laughs) and Kevin both had your own air mattress and Mike and I shared one. (laughs) Um, you're welcome, Neil and John. <laughs> and uh, and so because there's nothing in the apartment yet, we hadn't unloaded the truck until later on Sunday. So we had three queen-size air mattresses in a row <laughs> in the connected like living and dining room. And 
I don't even know what time we ended up actually it was going like to sleep. One fifteen. That noise and talking stopped <laughs> because it was like it's just like a classic summer party. Like everyone gets in bed and like snuggles in, and then somebody <laughs> says something, and then it starts like three more stories, and then yeah. everyone is giggling, and then there's another story. And then it was like, people, seriously, we need to go to sleep. <laughs> well, the other piece of this is that um, Kevin set his alarm. Well, he asked me what time he should set his alarm for because everyone <laughs> learned that on this trip that I don't set um, alarms for zeros or fives. Yes. I set them for like 33 or 31 or 42, et cetera. Yes. So, this came out, and so he asked me if he wanted to wait, get up at 3.30 in the morning. Yes. What time should he set his alarm for? Uh-huh. And we didn't stop talking until, like, one fifteen in the morning, so. <laughs> yep. And, and then, then his alarm went off, and then our alarms went off, and then we went to the airport. <laughs> and then there's me, who has nothing to do with any of this, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just yes. glad my air mattress has air. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we took Kevin to the airport and we came back and we slept for like another hour and a half. Then we took Mike to the airport. <laughs> um, my dad came down and then we were basically moving in. Yep. And so we had movers come help. Um, they were about two hours late. Yep. And it took them about three hours instead of two. Yep. Uh... And the reason is that there were two of them and there was a guy that was clearly like the lead. Yeah. And then the other guy who I dubbed the Sherpa Mm -hmm. because he, unless it had to be carried by two people like furniture or something like that. Yeah. um, Sherpa did all of it. Yes. It was literally one person that moved in your entire apartment. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the other guy I, was sorting things. Just bring it in and we'll tell you where to put it. I That's all know. the sorting that needs to take it place. It was so crazy. And then basically you and, and Carolyn, our Midwest correspondent, um, who wants to review her title next episode she's on. Now that um, she's in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you and Carolyn helped by sorting a bunch afterwards because things were a mess. Like. Yeah. It was nuts. Stuff was all over and in crazy rooms and it didn't well, make the, any sense. That was the other thing that they did was they would set things down in the middle of the room. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to walk there later. Like I was thinking of the office couch because I knew that was probably where I was going to sleep. And I'm like, I want to make sure <laughs> this gets put together. <laughs> yes. And so I went into the office to see like what was going on because I felt like I'd been saying, put that in the office, put that in the office yeah. a lot. And I went in and it was insane. It was like a disaster zone. So I spent the next like 15 minutes putting things in the closet and stacking boxes and making enough room for your dad actually to put the couch together. Your dad was the assembly man. Yes. It's like adult Legos. He quite enjoys it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was just super interesting. So because we drove the... um, (laughs) quote unquote, we drove the truck ourselves, meaning Mike and Kevin. Um, we hired moving help to load up the truck and to unload it. Um, so that way for the most part, like it was myself and Kevin, um, our friend Kevin, who was 
we were there that day when they were loading the truck, but Mike still had to be at work. And then when they were unloading, it was me and you. And then my dad was here. And then Carolyn came a little bit later to help as well because she's not too far away. And so just to save everyone that struggle, especially in the new place, because we're on the second floor, we hired moving help. And um, in Colorado, it was like hilarious because I was just like watching in awe. Like (laughs) it was two people like, a woman about my height, maybe a little bit taller, like no taller than five, six. Um, and then a young guy who had just moved to the U S from Nepal and they were carrying like three boxes at a time, like that's crazy, heavy boxes of books (laughs) and like pieces of furniture by themselves. Like, they were just monsters, like taking it to the truck and loading it all in. And then now I don't think they loaded the truck very well. We have, um, I haven't found anything that's been broken, which is really exciting. Including this lamp. Including a lamp that fell over about 17 times, <laughs> which works. actually Benji fixed yesterday. And oh. It, it totally stands up straight now. <laughs> nice. Um, but... We have a lot of scratched and damaged furniture and even stuff like there were really heavy boxes piled on top of a box that said like, do not pack on top of this because it was like lampshades and really light stuff. Yeah. So the guys here were generally slower, not as strong, taking like one box or so at a time. Yeah. Um, But then like we're trying really hard not to damage stuff and we're basically like complaining and showing me how poorly it had been packed in the first place. And I was just like, okay, just get it in. I don't care anymore. That part is over. Like it's too late for this. Just (laughs) put it in my house, please. Um, yeah. And now there are just boxes everywhere. (laughs) And one of the first things I did, I got all the computer stuff set up. We have internet, obviously. Um, We had um, uh, friends, Benji and Megumi, came over last night and helped. So the kitchen is like half unpacked. And I was working on the bedroom all today. And I only have one more box of my clothes that I have to unpack. And then Mike's will stay stacked up for a while. Um, But yeah, Felix's stuff is all unpacked. He's doing good. That's good. Yeah. Earlier today, it was a little bit of a struggle because I felt like it had to get worse before it could get better. Yep. Like I had to pull all of the boxes out and like rearrange them a little bit and like dig into them and take half of the things out. And then there's just stuff everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that felt a little bit bad. And then I was like, oh no, like, I don't know (laughs) what to do now. Um, But yeah, I think I'm hoping to get as much done this week as I can um, before I start work. Because I know that I'm not going to like want to come home from a new job and be like, let's unpack boxes. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So well, to give you motivation, mm-hmm. John and I did it in a weekend. You guys have more stuff than John and I. I know. I readily are, admit that. You guys are so good. We did not want to live in the land of boxes. Yeah. So we just said we are going to get this done. 
Yeah. So I believe in you. You can get it done this week. I'm hopeful. There's like those glimpses of like, oh, that area is completely unpacked and look how nice this is. Like having my plates and cups and silverware unpacked is like, oh, I can make a sandwich and put it on a plate. This is lovely. Instead of in a bowl. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We were for a while eating everything out of bowls because that's all we could find. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, so there's that. Uh, the other funny thing I did want to tell you about was that today I tried Amazon Now. So what is that? <laughs> so um, I don't know what cities it's in. We should look that up. But in Columbus, they have Amazon Now, which is basically like a more limited inventory of Amazon products. Okay. That for free delivery, it was at my door within two hours. What? Yeah. And there was a coupon for first-time users that it was $10 off and free delivery. Whoa. And they do, like, fresh grocery items and then, like, kind of general miscellaneous stuff. And it's, like, very limited compared to Amazon's normal inventory. Obviously, Um, yeah. But I have a lot of, like, errands and things I need to run. Like, I have to go do laundry. I have to get a license. I have to get a new bank account. All of this stuff. And I just felt like if I kept interrupting all of my days to run errands, yeah. I wasn't going to get a lot done. Yes. So I decided today I'm going to stay at home. I'm not going to run any errands. Yes. I'm only going to unpack. <laughs> then I realized I had no food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had cheese and crackers, which I had for dinner. <laughs> Great. Um, but I was just like, it'd be really nice if I had some like, better food to eat for lunch or something so at about 11 i looked into it and i got like eggs and bread and milk and bananas um i got laundry soap so that i don't have to go to the store before i go to the laundromat tomorrow and the prices were all super comparable to the grocery store But it's like definitely like I went to get like, oh, well, let me see. Like I need butter. Then I could make like a grilled cheese or something. And they only had like two kinds. Yeah. Like there were two brands and it was sticks or spread of two different brands. Yeah. Neither of which the ones I wanted. Yes. Um, So it was definitely limited, but it was super awesome. So I put that order in at like 11, 11, 15. And I got Uh to pick... Because I had perishable items, uh-huh. I got to pick a two-hour block. Nice. And so it was like 12 to 2, 2 to 4, 4 to whatever. And it just yeah. like kept going all day. And so I picked the 12 to 2, and the guy showed up at 12.30, nice. put the groceries on my doorstep, emailed me to say that they had been delivered, and was already gone by the time I walked down my stairs. You don't even have to <laughs> see anyone. <laughs> This is perfect. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Then I had a lovely lunch and a sandwich. Um, So, yeah. Cool. That was was my exciting thing of the day. Will this be something that you incorporate into your everyday life? I hope not because that (laughs) might get crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like you do, you do tip the career. Yes. And so I think that was about $6 with the total of my order. And you can change the amount, but... Yeah. um, So there's just the tip for the courier. There's no delivery fee, which I think is 
reasonable to have had all of that stuff brought to me within two hours. Yes. Yes. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, we forgot to tell my, uh, airport story. Oh my gosh. You go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I've already like blocked these things from my mind. (laughs) (laughs) So I, a few things. I'm going to start from the very beginning. Okay. Um, the night before I left, so Sunday night, I gathered most of my stuff and kind of packed it up and laid out what I was going to wear the next day because I was going to work directly after getting back from the airplane from from the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> from the airport, um, <laughs> and I wanted everything kind of in one place to just scoop it up and be able to leave as efficiently as possible. Yeah. Um, we decided based on looking at some different map options that. We could leave at seven, and I would have plenty of time to catch my nine twenty or my nine ten flight. Yeah. Um, and I woke up early in the morning because Felix, I let Felix sleep with me, um, and he <laughs> is nocturnal. So, and you know, in the morning he was like walking around and uh-huh. whatnot. Um, so I got up <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna put him out. And I'm gonna use the restroom. And I got back into the guest room and I was like, oh, it's probably like three in the morning right now. Yeah. And I looked at my clock and my alarm was scheduled to go off in eight minutes. Oh my and I'm gosh. Like, no. <laughs> 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 like, absolutely not. Oh this my could gosh. not be happening. Um, it was just kind of a sleepless weekend in general. Yes. Um, and when I don't know, we stayed up late and got up early, so I never really got used to any kind of time change. Yeah, we so were all over the place. It was it was like three thirty in the morning, just in Denver time. Um, yeah. So then we, I got up a little later um, than I planned, but we got out the door and like in the car. I think by seven oh seven, which is yeah, was totally fine. Um, it was pouring down rain, which felt applicable to the mood of the car. <laughs> <laughs> it was also pouring down rain inside the car. Yes. <laughs> um, uh. And we get to the airport, and I've already checked in. I even downloaded the Frontier app, so I didn't have to worry about getting a ticket. Yeah. Um, and I'm walking to security, and I go, I'm like, oh, I need my ID. Yep. And I get into my bag, and my wallet, I, like, instantly know that I don't have my wallet. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even have to notice that the wallet isn't in there. Like, as I'm unzipping my bag, I'm like, I don't have my wallet. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so I called you. Yep. And I was like, so my wallet is sitting on your kitchen counter right now. <laughs> Will you go get it and bring it back to me? Uh-huh. And, and what oh, you ahead. don't know about when you called was that I immediately thought that you forgot something in the car. Oh. And so I was at a point where I could turn around to go back to the terminal. Oh, no. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> And then you said, and I was like, okay, great. Like I'll pull around. And you're like, no, it's at the apartment. (laughs) And so then I had to go all the way back around to get out. (laughs) Oh, that's really funny. Cause then I could have come with you. Cause you asked, you're like, do you, do you want me to pick you up? And I'm like, no, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like just keep, just go, keep going. It kind of did make sense. I just didn't explain it better. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) So I'm sitting in the airport crying. 
my gosh. Because <laughs> I'm sad my best friend is moving to Ohio. <laughs> and I just, I wasn't anxious about missing my flight. Like, I just knew that we had plenty of time for yeah. you to go get it and get back. Yeah. It took um, us 17 minutes with, like, moderate traffic. Yeah. So... Um, so I got security was, uh, took a little while longer than I anticipated. It was a short line, but they only had two security lines open. Oh, okay. um, so it was just moving really slow. Yeah. So I'm like walking. Well, and also <laughs> as you were at the house, you called me cause you couldn't find it right away. Yeah. Um, and, and then I texted you before you left and I was like, this would be a great time to have find your friends. <laughs> and then you immediately sent me an invite <laughs> to join find your friends, which is a GPS tracking device. Basically <laughs> we call it wife stock. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I have it so that I can reduce the amount of times I ask him where he is or what he's doing <laughs> and I can just look on the GPS. <laughs> Um, so I watched you drive <laughs> back to the airport. I was like, refresh, <laughs> refresh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, that's amazing. So I texted you that I was in the security line. Um, and you then I think safely dro- drove off after that point. Cause it was pretty clear that I was going to make my flight. Yeah. Um, I waited to- in some like hotel parking yeah. lot for a while. <laughs> So we got through security and I'm walking and <laughs> I get a text from Shelby that was like, well, find my friend says that you're at Starbucks right now. So I'm assuming all is good. <laughs> I was like, I'm walking by a Starbucks in the airport. See how creepy slash amazing this is. Yes. It's so amazing. Um, People listening are like, oh my gosh, this is so creepy. Don't ever use this. Um, and... I didn't grab any food because I knew I was close to boarding time and I didn't want to push it any more than I already had. Yeah. Um, And so I got on my flight starving um, and under caffeine, actually no caffeine at all. Zero caffeinated. (laughs) Um, And then our flight uh, ended up being delayed because of the storm that was happening during the drive (laughs) there. The plane never got fueled so we had to wait for that and i'm like i could have eaten real food <laughs> uh-huh yeah this is this is my punishment for <laughs> for getting my wallet basically monday <laughs> yeah oh it wasn't ever a monday uh, um yeah but i got back to denver and yeah it was actually really humid here because it's been raining mm-hmm. so yeah i was like oh i feel like i'm in ohio except it's way hotter here <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was the main thing. When we stopped to get gas, like, back in Ohio, we both got out and we're like, (gasps) we can't breathe. What is that? (laughs) What is this moisture in my lungs? Yeah. (laughs) Everything feels heavy. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So we tested out the airport run a couple times. It's about a solid 15 to 25 minutes. <laughs> Just saying, if it would have been DIA, I would have been screwed. Would have oh, yeah, you would have been done. Yeah. Like, I would have been, while you went and got my wallet, I would have been talking to people about finding a new flight for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yep. Is there anything else about the trip? I don't think so. People have questions, but just unpacking it really happened. I'm here. Cool. Uh, yeah. 
great. So it's hard to believe that now that is done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. And luckily, in a wonderful segue, I got internet on Monday. Yes. Which also... Early, which also meant Monday, I was very unproductive <laughs> in unpacking because I had to catch up on some TV shows. Yes. Namely, Unreal. Yes. Because I told you you had to catch up. So it turns out that I was only two episodes behind. Okay. And now you're one episode behind. I'm one episode behind. Okay. And the day we release, we'll have a new episode later that night. Yes. So... Yeah, how are you? Um, There's kind of a couple big storylines so far. And then in the episode that I just watched, I'm going to try not to spoil, but there's an even bigger thing that happens. (laughs) Um, So how are you feeling so far about the season? It's crazy. Yeah. It's so different from last season. Yes. Like the same kind of outrageous drama is happening, but like it takes it to a new level. Yeah. Um, I'm really enthralled by it. It's like, it's like a soap opera, only better quality. <laughs> yeah. Better acting. Better acting. Least. Yeah. is key. Um, I, I don't know. So I guess one of the big storylines is Rachel and Jeremy, mm-hmm. um, and the domestic violence that happens, um, between them. Yeah. Um, and the response to that, which is pretty crazy. Um, basically, Chet somehow magically walks in on this domestic violence taking place. Um, Jeremy punching uh, Rachel. And um, he, like, throws Jeremy out of the trailer and tells him that he's fired. Yeah. Um, and he, like, tries to console Rachel a little bit. And then... He comes back the next morning and Rachel's like still slumped over in the clothes that she was wearing before, which was like a formal ball gown and like crying. Yeah. And she gets up and she tells Chet that she's going to take it to the police. And Chet is like, no, no, no. Jeremy knows where all the bodies are hidden. Like, that's not what we need to do. We need to stick together as a family and just keep this. Like, he has been punished. Like, he has been fired. Like, yeah. Blah blah blah, um, yeah, and then to Rachel like protect the show. Yeah, we need exactly. to keep this quiet. Um, and then Rachel takes pictures of all of the bruises um, all over her. Yeah, um, and keeps them on her phone for a little while. Yeah, that was a little bit gut wrenching. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, I don't know. It's just, and then like Rachel's response is pretty interesting. Um, Obviously, it's like she deals with mental health issues, and that's been an ongoing storyline from the beginning. Um, and it's yeah. just, it's like one of the, I think it highlights one of the reasons why people don't always report domestic violence is that yeah. the community that they're in doesn't support that for whatever reason. It could be like something like this or, um, you know, family, um, just general denial. Um, yeah. So 
I don't know. I thought it was interesting in that way, um, but kind of awful just to experience and watch happen. Yeah. I was worried it was going to get worse than it did. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was pretty gruesome anyway, but I was worried it was going to go to a darker, um, more intense place. And I have to say, I'm quite thankful that it didn't go there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that I really like about this show, I think, is that Rachel as the character, and is it um, Cherie Appleby? I think you say her name. Yeah. Cherie Appleby. Like, and Constance Zimmer as Quinn as well. Like, they are amazing actresses. Like, Mm -hmm. Rachel is believable. I, like, uh, what's the word? Like, I can um, understand her like feelings and, and like you care, like, yeah, I care about her and I care watching where it goes. And so that for me is like why the show itself is so compelling. And so obviously a storyline like this, where she struggled with so many other things and then, um, she is not usually like the victim in the plots, yeah. Like she'll come out on top or she'll be the one kind of instigating and producing things and what, you know, and it just, it was really hard to see. Um, and this led me, I was trying to look through some reviews to see what others were thinking about the season so far. And so this is where I kind of, um, I, like, I don't want to spoil the latest episode, but another kind of big thing happens and the um this short article on hitfix.com I'll put it up in the show notes but is basically saying that the season has gone off the rails like they keep using these big hot topics yeah um but not digging into them like yeah. they have um a contestant on the show that is a um big advocate and participant in Black Lives Matter and they give her a little bit and there's kind of this great connection and storyline and they make a big deal about having the first black suitor and all of this stuff, but then it's not really the main part of the plot. Yeah. And they have this physical abuse and violence and whether you report it and that's all kind of wrapped into Rachel's mental health and the, the control, the power control between all of the people who want to be the showrunner. Yeah. And those are really the storylines like Rachel and then the triangle of power. (laughs) Yeah. Those are the storylines that keep coming through each episode, but they're hitting on these really big issues and not digging into them. Like it's, it's wasted or something. And so this afternoon I've been trying to grapple with, um, like, am I expecting too much of this show? Yeah. <laughs> That's like on Lifetime. Yeah. Whatever it is. That's like a you high know, quality soap opera. Or like as this fairly tiny show with like good viewership and great actors and a great cast, like should they be using this to address some of the issues and start getting a bigger yeah. audience or like being noticed for handling these issues really well. Like, yeah, I do, you know, I just can't decide, but 
there's definitely some stuff I wish they would like dig into more. And the latest episode so far kind of goes along the same lines. It has something they're not going to dig into, I don't think, and is handled really poorly. And I can't even express how insane it was to watch. And then there is this storyline with Rachel that gets carried through that I think they are doing in a like revealing way for people. So I don't know. Okay. Well, I I need to watch the latest episode and then I will probably text you the entire time during it. (laughs) Yes. And because you're going to flip out. (laughs) I mean, yeah, for being a quote unquote higher quality soap opera on lifetime, like it's a good show. It's, it's well put together. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. Did the latest episode, you said it was, it's so over the top. Did it, uh, steer you away from it? Like, did it make it, did you, do you feel, um, less impressed by the show now or? Um, I'm still definitely going to watch it. I think the next episode we'll see how they handle some of the like cliffhangers. Um, but I can see this, the reviewer on HitFix, like their point about not digging into like basically using these big issues for commercials or previews or ratings or something, whatever, like yeah. using it to hook people, but then not actually giving it what it's due. Yeah. Um, I can still see both sides, but I'm definitely, I, I care about the characters that I want to see what happens. Okay. So... Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll catch up and then we okay. can chat about it next time too. If yeah. it deems it may important enough. <laughs> it, it may, it may need a deeper conversation after okay. some of the next episodes or mm. by the end of the season to kind of see the big picture. Yeah. So if anyone else is watching, let us know what you think or, um, which kind of storyline is most compelling to you. Yeah. So, um, I'm really disappointed in you. (laughs) Why? I didn't know this. Oh no. You didn't tell me probably for good reason (laughs) (laughs) that you played Pokemon go. I I did. I am. I have been. (laughs) Shall we? No. I'm really lonely sitting here by myself, supposed to be unpacking. I just wanted to see what it was like because um when our friend Benji was over yesterday, he's a big like gamer and he was playing and so he opened it up like in our apartment and they were like Pokemon in our apartment. That's creepy. And I just felt like this is crazy. I have to understand it. So, like I'm playing right now. So, I just wanted to see what it was like. Um, I haven't, like, gone outside like everyone else, I, like, which is maybe even worse because the point is to, like, get people out and moving and doing stuff. And I'm only playing in my apartment. Um, what are your feelings about how much the app absorbs of your personal information? What does it absorb of my person? like everything? Have you read? You should, you should just Google it. I should probably look into it more because it's really invasive in terms of the information that it collects from your phone. I guess I would believe that. 
Um, yeah, I'll have to look into it. I mean, it's too late now. <laughs> it's not too late. It's already got it. It has everything. But it is kind of fun. Um, just, yeah, Pokemon Go privacy settings, what you really need to know about the app permissions hype. I'll put Do that to, in like, the show go notes. in and change things. Um, Pokemon Go strip users of legal rights. Yikes. Um, yeah, let me, I'm going to put it in the show notes and you can read it. <laughs> well, it's too late. They already have all my stuff. Well, but it's not going to, it like continually collects things. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So I can stop at any time. Yes. They do have things already of yours, but you can go back. <laughs> okay. Um, I am looking at the privacy settings now and there's really not much you can change. I can change the music, the sound effects, the battery <laughs> saver, and if they send me news updates. All right. That's pretty much it. That's all I can change. I couldn't help it. I had to try it. And then, like, I saw these kids, like, riding their bikes outside today, but clearly playing because they yeah. were, like, kind of swerving all over. And then one would stop and he'd be on his phone. And then they'd, like, catch up again. And it's getting people outside. Yeah, and there's been robberies, and there's been accidents, and... Well, people need to pay attention where they're going. That's not my fault. Yes. They're dummies. <laughs> I only played in my house. <laughs> <laughs> fairly safe here. All right, well, I, I, I will ask one thing. Okay. Please do not post pictures of the Pokemon that you collect on Instagram. I see no reason for this, and I'm sick of my Instagram feed being filled up with these stupid Pokemon. I haven't yet. You didn't even know I was playing. I know, but I'm just asking. Okay. Okay. For this one thing. I won't do it. Thank you. I'll talk to Mike about these privacy concerns. Yes. Um, okay. Well, it's hilarious, but people, if you're playing, watch where you're walking, please. Yes. And don't go into like dark, creepy alleys at night or abandoned parking lots and stuff. No. Weird. Weirdies. Um, okay. Stuff we put at the end of an episode. This is the stuff we put at the end of an episode. We are wrapping up. You've heard all about our trip and moving and unreal and accidentally Pokemon Go. <sighs> and we have talked about, we were really trying to see Ghostbusters this past weekend when it came out. And we just, we just really weren't going to manage that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to try and see it soon. And um, either you and I will talk about it. We'll have Carolyn join us or Carolyn and I will talk about it. But there's just been a lot with the media uproar and the reviews and people being horrible about women and i just feel like we're gonna need to talk about it but after we see it okay i agree i think we need to see it so that also gives everyone else some time to go see it if you're going to and go check it out and share your thoughts so we can dig into it more i'm excited because i've heard really great things from people that i trust 
I've I've also seen a lot of good things, so I'm excited to see it. Yeah, so is Rona. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps walking into the frame. It's so Say cute. Hello. It's so cute. Say hello. Say hello. <laughs> I think she talks all the time except for right now. She's ridiculous. Um, awesome. Well, we will be back to our regular schedule. Um, every other Monday, our shows will come out yes. as much as we can help it. Yes. Um, we plan to stay as regular as possible, um, but sometimes being in two different places makes it hard. But we're going to – now more than ever, we want to do our podcast so that <laughs> we'll, we'll we can hang out. <laughs> We will make it work. Yes. Um, I will just share a, a colleague, friend of ours, um, at one of the last meetings at my old job. Uh, somebody, I don't even remember, somebody was commenting about like missing me or whatever, you know, like missing my humor in meetings. <laughs> and um, our colleague was like, oh, well, you should just listen to her podcast. And my whole face just turned red. And I was like, guys, stop talking about this in like professional work settings. Um, but it is a fun way to stay in touch when we're across the country. Yes. It'll so be great. Um, well, as you've heard a bazillion times, um, we're always online, so come talk to us. Use the hashtag, hashtag likely story, or you can find us on Twitter at Shelby Elizabeth or Polly Ann K. That's P O L L Y A N N E K. Um, we're also on Instagram now. That's where all of the road trip photos and videos are, and that's at likely story show. Uh, so, yeah, let us know if you're watching Unreal, if you have questions about Ghostbusters or if you've seen it and what you've thought. And uh, we'll be catching up on all of that for the next episode. Uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters, sponsors, rather. Benji, Carolyn, and Joan, you guys help us keep the lights on and the audio rolling. Um, so we really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We'll Thanks. talk to you next time. <laughs>